When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. G'day, Mike Hussey here, but you can call me Mr. Supercoach. KFC Supercoach BBL is back and there's 25 grand up for grabs. So what are you waiting for? Play today at supercoach.com.au. T's and C's apply. New South Wales authorisation number TP slash 01005. He always calls it. As he sees it, it's the assistant coach of the, of the Melbourne Renegades in Simon Hellman, who's been good enough to join us this afternoon. Simon, uh, thanks for your time and Happy New Year. Happy New Year, Jules. Good to speak to you, mate. Yeah, great to chat again. Um, before we get stuck into to the Melbourne Renegades, on the show today we've been discussing great sporting moments, performances you've seen live, either by an individual or by a team. You've obviously seen some great cricket live and been involved in some great cricket. I'm sure you've been some other sporting events as well. Is there a couple that stick out for you? Oh, yeah, there's one that does, but it probably doesn't really gel with too many of the listeners. It was the Bolton Wanderers versus Reading Division 1 final at Wembley, 1995. Wow, that's different. I love it. Pe- Mate, that was just one of the- I was pl- I was playing uh, just grey cricket over in the, in the Bolton League in a-, in a club called Little Lever, and uh, and I got a couple of tickets down. I never understood or realised the absolute fanatic support for particular teams and why one team's sitting over one side and one team's sitting over the other. And I must admit, obviously our MCG is amazing. Some IPL matches is probably the other thing I'd say to you, Jules, the winning championship in 2016, the crowd noise at Chinnaswamy Stadium, incredible. But 1995, Bolton Wanderers Reading. We were 2-0 down after the first 11 minutes, then a penalty against us. We saved it. Ended up getting up 4-3. I saw grown men cry that day. <laughs> I think I've seen a bit of highlights <laughs> of that on YouTube, actually, at the old Wembley Stadium uh, as yeah. well. It's one of the great sporting events of the year, the playoff final, because there's so much at stake uh, getting yeah. into the Premier League. So that, that's a, a great memory. Now, <laughs> getting stuck into the uh, Melbourne Renegade, it's been a tough season so far, Simon. Um, what's sort of the mood in the squad at the moment? And uh, it's just, it's you know, losing games is one thing, but the size of some of the defeats has, has been pretty concerning. Yeah, that's been the most uh, disappointing part of it, Jules, is that uh, whenever we've uh, come up against a hefty score, twice 200, and then most recently at Optus uh, against the Scorchers, you know, up, up around 180, we just haven't we haven't had composure, we haven't had partnership, we haven't been able to work our way through chasing down those scores. There's, there's no concerns within the camp, there's no concerns with the group, uh, the leadership, uh, everything is great, Finch is doing a great job, Michael Klinger. Um, but we're just not quite performing as, as well as we'd like to at the moment. And look, we're probably getting to a stage now, Julian, where we need to we need to win a lot of games of cricket. Uh, it becomes a little bit more serious for us, and we need to get get it back um, tonight against the Strikers. Uh, we, we're going to be missing uh, Riley Rousseau, our overseas import, uh, with a hamstring injury, yep. and Sean Marsh is away with family reasons. But the wife's about to have a baby. So look, we're under the pump, but this gives us a great chance for you know the guys, uh, some of their younger guys who've had had some bits and pieces roles uh, over the to- over the tournament so far. You mentioned Michael Klinger there, and uh, still in coaching terms, he, he's a relatively new coach, obviously having only yeah. you know, given up playing a couple of years ago. how You said everything's obviously all good and the spirits are high, but how's he sort of been coping with, with some of these performances? Have you seen any change to his mood or any change to how he's sort of addressing things with, with the players? One thing about Maxi, he's very consistent as he played his cricket, yeah. as you'd remember. <laughs> very measured, uh, very positive, uh, and always and very hard working and organised. So, 
Look, I, I feel for, for, for Michael, it, it's been, it, had a, it had a tough start to last season, only getting the role just a month or two before the season started. And then assembling a team together and, and, and working this year uh, has been really tough during a COVID year. And I know all teams are going through that. But for us, it's been especially uh, difficult with some players not being able to get here on time. And then obviously now having a couple of injuries, it's been a little bit tricky for us. Uh, Imad Wazim couldn't come over to Perth because he uh, was was in a bubble back uh, and didn't, wasn't able to quarantine in time. So look, there's just been a whole stack of hurdles. But no, I can't question his uh, his work ethic and the positive around the group, and, and the boys love him. When you look at some of the results, and you, you started the season okay, and you've had a couple of narrow losses, and I guess if you win those couple of games, things can look a bit different. When you lose to Perth by 96, the Thunder 129 runs, and the Sixers 145 runs. Is there a lack of ability of the time for this team to, to dig in and fight a little bit, do you think? I think it's a very good call. And we had a very hard uh, conversation after last game where where Michael and uh, and the captain, Finch, and myself, you know, we, we spoke very directly, I suppose, uh, to the group in, in where we felt that we were doing good things, but where we needed to uh, improve. And one was about accountability and uh, and at times having to scrap and fight and show some grit during those difficult times. Because you're absolutely right. We won the first game. Uh, we, we we probably should have won two others, and then it all looks very differently. But when you've lost uh, five or six, and then you've got those three hefty losses, it does look very it does look very dim. So, look for us. Uh, we've had plenty of discussion. Uh, we probably don't need any more meetings now, uh, Julian. It's all <laughs> about us actually actually performing on the day, and what what we probably term getting the job done. There's one part about having plannings and meetings, etc. We've had loads of those. But it's actually individuals at the time assessing the situation, developing a partnership, whether it be bat or ball, and not just showing glimpses of brilliance, but actually showing some real consistency of basics throughout the whole 20 overs. And, that, and that's the key. And that's why the teams like the Sixers are, you know, are up, up the top of the table. Speaking to Simon Helmet, uh, Melbourne Renegades assistant coach ahead of their match against uh, the Strikers tonight. So by the sound of it, you've had some... You know those meetings. There's been some pretty direct feedback. Is that has that been from Finchie as well as as the coaching staff? Oh, absolutely, and, and to each other. And 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 the good part about that, Julian, it hasn't affected people's personalities, characters, or relationships. Uh, but now it's all about getting out there and actually getting the job done for our fans, for ourselves, for our families. And you know, we probably spoke in depth after the last game because. I think I think that the, the issue we had with the last game also, Julian, is that the wicket was a very good wicket uh, and the score was, certainly wasn't out of reach. And we bowled particularly well on the power play. Kane Richardson's been leading our attack beautifully. Um, some of our fielding efforts, obviously, we saw Mackenzie Harvey the other day, you know, has been excellent. Uh, we just haven't been able to match it uh, throughout the throughout the whole, whole 20 overs, if you like, both with bat and ball. And consistent teams and good teams do that. But the messages have been done. It's all about accountability now. And if one gets their opportunity, like we saw with young Jack Presswich, you get your opportunity now. You know, you can certainly set yourself up for the rest of the season for the future. Is confidence a bit of an issue in the team at the moment? Always when you're losing. There's no doubt, Jules, <laughs> that you, 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 you can feel it. And, and the dare to, to execute that skill, whether it be the Yorker or, uh, or, you know, play that power shot down the ground. But, look, that's the balance of T20 cricket. Um, but we probably come into the go into this second half of the season now, probably with less fear, knowing well, well there's not much to lose here. Uh, we, we're, we're down the bottom of the barrel right now. We need to make sure that we find a way uh, to ensure that we improve our performances and play good cricket. If we play good cricket and we follow many of our processes, well, the result will look after itself, and that's our focus right now. I guess one of the positives, and fingers crossed, uh, this still happens, and it, it, you know the COVID situation in Melbourne's a little bit dicey at the moment, but. 
you're going to have a nice mm. stretch of home games to finish, which uh, must be – I know every team's had to travel a lot this summer, but that must be a, a nice uh, thing to be looking forward to. Oh, no doubt. Uh, and, you know, we, we believe that we've got a, a spin group that, you know, would be well suited to Marvel. Uh, and that was how we, you know, attempted to assemble our side at, at the, before the season started. So, yeah, obviously we weren't to know that this wasn't get, this was going to happen. We weren't going to be playing as many games at our home ground. It's always nice to be able to play there. And uh, you are right. Usually, when you're in familiar conditions and familiar situations, uh, you know, often uh, you'll, you'll you'll perform um, even better or just have that extra ten percent edge. So, looking forward to it. Looking forward to seeing our in our fans. Hopefully, you can come and watch us and, and be around us uh, because we know we've got plenty of support there. And Right now, I, I suppose there'll be some disappointed fans out there. So we, we'll be doing our best starting tonight uh, to, to turn the season around and have a really strong second half of this BBL. Yeah, still plenty of time to go. Just We're sort of about halfway through the season. Just given you've, you've coached the Renegades as a head coach, been assistant coach involved in cricket for so long, what have you made of the three new rules that have come into the competition this year? Do you think they're working? Do you like one over the other? What's your assessment of them? Oh, look, I don't think we played the bonus bash boost very well <laughs> in those first two uh, chases for 200 and we got, we got rock and roll for a for low score. So, Jules, we didn't nail that very well. Uh, but I think that gives some interest. Uh, and I suppose when it comes to the ladder at the end of the season, because we know it's pretty tight up there at the moment, you know, those bonus points can have an influence. Uh, the surge, some sides have worked it really well. Um, some sides have struggled with it. It's often been a wicket-taking opportunity um, when, the, when the surge has come into play. So that certainly made some interest. And, uh, yeah, I think, I don't know what the percentage is, Jules. It's probably a small percentage of games, you know, maybe 10, 20% of the games have used the super sub. It's given the, I think it's given the competition, you know, a, a different blend. Whether we maintain it or not, we'll, we'll wait and see. But I think it just gives us another dimension of the game. And uh, hopefully, uh, you know, hopefully people have enjoyed watching it. It'd be interesting to see actually what the fans think. What, what's, been, what's been the straw poll from your point of view? Oh, I think most fans like it. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, yeah. Uh, particularly, yeah. oh, I think you're right. I think some of the, the matches that look like they're going to be one-sided, but the bash boost, you know, it, it can keep you watching, thinking, oh, they're going to have a real crack yeah. here in the first 10 overs to try and get it, even if they don't yeah. win the game. So, look, I think overall uh, most of the fans uh, like the new rules, and uh, I think, I don't know, you're better off to answer this than me, but do you feel like teams are still working out the best ways to use them to their own advantage? I think yeah, I think the main one for teams, to be honest, is is the uh, is the second power play, yeah. the second two overs. When, when to maximise that? I think the bash boost usually just plays out for itself. And ironically, we got the boost point <laughs> last game, even though we lost by that large margin. Lost by that large margin. Um, whereas the super sub player, it's usually an exaggerated situation. Mm, it's yeah, usually correct. whether you're so far behind in the game or you just misread the wicket. Uh, and, you're, and you're looking to try and, uh, you know, maybe add an extra spinner or, or put an extra batter in because the wickets, you know, um, you know, you might need a bit more support there. But, but we'll wait and see. But I think the, I think the power play one's been the one teams are still working at their best way. Some The only issue I have with that one is that sometimes it becomes irrelevant uh, because a game's nearly over or yeah. a team doesn't need yeah, to take it, etc. or worry about it. Whereas... Whereas what we did like is knowing there was going to be six overs and two out. So that might be one that I'll look at to discuss down the track. Yeah, that's, that's certainly an interesting way of looking at it. Yeah. Just before I let you go, uh, on a different uh, note, uh, Will Pekoski, obviously someone that's come through the ranks at Victorian Cricket. He's, uh, he's been cleared medically to play in this test. I'm assuming you'd love to see him get an opportunity, but do you think with everything that Will's gone through physically and, and obviously mentally as well, that, that he's, he's ready now? He's ready to step up and play some test cricket? 
Yeah, look, I don't know Will as well as uh, many other people in the Victorian Victorian camp, but uh, look, he's, he's certainly such a talented and and strong player, uh, and certainly he's been able to overcome many obstacles and hurdles, you know, with his health over the last up couple of seasons. I, I, I'm just trying to work it out, uh, Jules, how he'd actually get if, if David plays, if Warner plays. Yep. Um, Which it sounds like he will. Um, yep. He will. Then does he stay out? But then. Then, if Will open, then someone, then Wade, you have to go down, and Travis Head would have to miss out. Obviously. Yeah, that's we just spoke so, to Ian Healy that, about that. That's how he would do it. Ah, right. Yeah. yeah. So that that that's that, that's the logical way. So it depends. It's hard, I reckon, uh, having two new openers. Not that David's new, but whether you know, pull the trigger now, Wade showed some a bit of grit um, out there. Yeah, he did. Um, and I, I know, I know, he had a. Uh, dopey out in the first innings. You won't mind me saying that, but uh, but, uh, but you know. But I think Wade's just got that. You know, I think Wade's in a really good batting space. The fact he can bat from one to six, what a versatile yeah. player. Anyway, I think I wouldn't be surprised if they go Wadey and uh, Wadey and uh, Davy, uh, Wadey and Warner, uh, and uh, Will miss out this game. But if 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 uh, Will comes in. Um, well, then, yeah, you'd expect that uh, Travis Head would be the unfortunate one to miss out. Yeah, we're all sitting back and waiting to see what that uh, final 11 will be. Uh, Simon, thank you so much for your time. Uh, always great to chat. And uh, from a Renegade's point of view, let's hope uh, the second half of the season, starting tonight against the Strikers, is uh, far more successful than the first. Uh, good luck tonight and good luck for the rest of the season. Good on you, Jules. Hopefully speak to you after a win soon, mate. Absolutely. Great to chat to Simon Helmet, uh, assistant coach at the Melbourne Renegades. That was thanks to Henley batting over 100 house designs. Henley World of Homes. Henley.com.au. And, uh, of course, for Renegades fans, five home games coming up in Melbourne starting from next week. Tickets and memberships are now available. Head to getonred.com.au for more details and uh, plenty of chances to see the Renegades in action uh, at Marvel Stadium uh, for the rest of the season. It's Ty Power's Big Footy final sale. To kick things off, you can get the power to buy three and get one free on selected Toyo passenger car and SUV tyres. Ty Power's Big Footy final sale can't last. Visit typower.com.au now.